0: Today we have a special episode because this is our submission for the NPR College Podcast Challenge. So for our very short little clip, we decided to talk about hookup culture. Um, And this is something that Vontika and I have varying experience with. I think me more than her just because she's been in a long-term relationship more recently And I just got into a long-term relationship. So I've kind of talked about this in our previous episodes, but we're just going to talk about kind of pros and cons and what our feelings are about Hookup Culture in general.
1: Yeah, so especially because we're college students and this is a college student-geared competition, we thought it'd be important to bring more attention to this issue. Like Acacia said, we have differing perspectives, but also just being on a college campus, we see so much of it, we see the stigma surrounding it, and so we have a really special perspective that we would love to talk about.
0: And especially like we go to Arizona State University, so that's a university with a reputation for party culture, and I think that party culture and hookup culture really go hand in hand a lot of the time. So the culture at ASU really perpetuates hookup culture. I mean, just like a couple, like a month ago, Avantika and I were at a housing fair and there was a Tinder pop up. And of course, we all like know what the, the reputation and stereotype about Tinder is. Um, and so that's just a really interesting thing. Yeah.
1: No, that is really funny that you brought that up because they were giving out tote bags and sweatshirts. And I mean, I wear my sweatshirt around all the time. Acacia carries her tote bag. And so it is just interesting to see how much plays into this hookup culture that we see on campus. Absolutely.
0: And like my boyfriend jokes, he's like, I don't love that you're wearing like a Tinder hoodie kind of thing he's like that I feel like that gives you kind of like a certain look and like there's a perception Mm -hmm. around it and same with the tote bag like people always make comments about it and I explain of course where I got it but it's like I I am promoting the brand by wearing them
1: that being said there are definitely pros that come along with hookup culture as well and so we're gonna go into some of the pros and then some of the cons that we almost already talked about um but just compare and contrast and then talk about our experiences a little bit
0: I think immediately, like brainstorming, when I was thinking of the pros of hookup culture from like my experience with kind of casual dating, like the first thing I thought of was that it really just gives you the opportunity to learn a lot about yourself and like the kind of things you like and the kind of things you want to do without the pressure of an ongoing relationship. Like you're never going to see this person again. So you have the opportunity to try things. Maybe you wouldn't try ask for things that you maybe wouldn't ask partner because you care more because you're attached to them. Um, so that was the biggest thing I thought of.
1: No, I completely agree. And then kind of going with that, you get a lot of the physical satisfaction without needing to invest yourself emotionally. And as college students with classes and extracurriculars and a hundred different things
0: going on, some people just don't have the time to sustain a relationship or that's not what they're looking for. Exactly. And it also just builds and boosts confidence overall. I mean, someone just by looking at you is, is desires you, you have that interest in you. Um, and so that just is a confidence boost in itself, but then, and that, and also it builds confidence in the fact that you have to practice like getting, you know, kind of to that intimate level very quickly with someone, which is of course hookup culture is not for everyone. Like as a disclaimer, obviously it doesn't work for everyone. It's not something everyone's interested in, but I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with it, as long as both parties are, of course, consenting and on the same page about things.
1: Definitely. I think it just builds a great foundation going into that next
0: relationship. You know a lot more about yourself, you know what you're looking for. And then going like on the flip side of the confidence thing is that it can take a toll on mental health, especially um, when you feel like people are only wanting you for one thing. So you kind of have to be very careful with when you're doing this. And there's something definitely I experienced of so you just have to be aware that you know just because you are embarking on this and that is the way people are seeing you that isn't the only way people can see you Mm -hmm. like if you're in the mindset of wanting to date someone you will find someone who appreciates you for more than just your physical appearance um but definitely I think it takes a toll on can take a toll on your mental and emotional health as well
1: and that's why it's so important to be in a mentally stable place before deciding to do something like this just because There are a lot of pros, but a lot of cons that come with it too. And so just being aware of it and knowing what you need and you want and
0: going about it in a very careful and reasonable way is always important. Absolutely. And a lot of people too, like they tend to go into like a whole phase, I guess we could call it right after they get out of a relationship. And that's a really, it can be a really unhealthy time to do because you're still so emotionally damaged from just getting out of a relationship um so sometimes it works for people and sometimes it really helps them but oftentimes it really just makes you feel worse about the situation and you feel guilty and then you're of course comparing to your past partner mm-hmm. um and so that can be a really bad thing
1: I think another really big negative that comes with hookup culture is just the general stigma around it and so not even just on a college campus but like And any sort of environment, if you do say, oh, it's a hookup, it just has a very negative connotation. People look down upon it. They think, oh, you're wasting your time or you shouldn't be putting yourself in that kind of position. And so that can also bring feelings of shame or guilt or feeling like you're less than just because of the culture of society we live in now where people just
0: look down upon it and don't really value it as much. Absolutely. And then like maybe the most practical obvious one is just physical health i mean of course you always have to worry about stds and stis that's why i always of course encourage people to be safe and use protection Mm -hmm. um with anything you do and asking i think there's especially there's no shame in asking people um if they've been tested recently and Mm -hmm. you know just to know because some people do try and hide that and that's how STD spread, so (laughs) definitely there's that risk too, and then you know pregnancy in general. So of course, protection is a big part of that. So that was our quick little rundown of the pros and cons of hookup culture. But if you want to hear more, we are actually going to keep recording for a full length podcast for our normal channel. So thank you for tuning in, and you can listen to the rest of the episode and all of our other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you stream your podcast. So thank you for listening. Bye. So, I wanted something else I wanted to talk about that you were just saying with the cultural stigma, too, is I think that there's such a double standard with women and men with hookup culture because women like for men it's like seen as oh they're a player but you know they're kind of like they're kind of like a boss they think they yeah. can pull all these girls they can sleep with a new girl every night with girls you know it's like we're a whore that we you like know, do that the song that
1: explains that the best is the man by yes, Taylor Swift absolutely. where it's like if a man does it oh he's playing the field you know exactly. he's getting to know what's out there absolutely. and seeing what's for him if a girl does it oh why is she
0: sleeping around like, exactly why can't she
1: commit to someone yeah that's definitely Yeah,
0: you see that all the time. And that's something I definitely felt personally when I was just kind of like having that, when I was having, you know, my experiences in between my two relationships was I had moments where I felt like I was on top of the world, like I was such a girl boss, you know, I was getting what I wanted, you know, asking for what I wanted, you know, learning so much about myself and about other people. Um, but then it would be moments where I would really feel that like societal judgment. I'd be like, wow, like I'm like such a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like I'm, you know, such a yeah. low life, whatever. And that's like, like we were talking about with mental health. Like, I felt like that really took a toll. And I know a like you saw it on your side, mm-hmm. like I would talk to you about that. And so it was like, I think I also was not maybe in the mo- best place emotionally to do it. Um, like I think, but
1: we are, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, but we are both fortunate that we don't really deal with mental illnesses or like we we have a history of being like mentally stable and all of that. And so that definitely helped. But in spite of that, you experiencing the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I mean, that's not great for anyone. And so it, it's just a, such a sharp contrast going from, oh yeah, like I had the best night with someone to the next yeah. night, like,
0: oh, this guy doesn't even know who I am kind of thing. Exactly. And like it, I think for me, like I had those two periods of like right after I had broken up with my ex with you know, kind of the unhealthy behavior and pattern. And then there was a break of that. And then I went to France and I think I was in a much better headspace in France. And it was like, you know, very much, Oh, I'm only going to be here for a couple months. I just want to like meet as many people as possible, you know, good opportunity to practice French and everything like that. And that was a much healthier mindset around it too. And also I didn't have the fear of like, kind of like running into people and like, you know, kind of seeing people again. again. I mean, in some aspects, because X was a really small town. So it happened from time to time. But I feel like most people that I went on dates with kind of lived in Marseille. So they Mm -hmm. like came into X to come and like go on a date with me or something like that. So that was like a lot better.
1: What would you say is an acceptable age range for participating in hookup culture? Because Ooh. I think generally society says that it's just a college thing. You know, you're yeah. having fun. That's the time of your life where you're allowed to explore. Yeah. And so society standards, I'd say probably from like 18 to 24. Okay. And then after that, people are like, no, you need to settle down and get in a real relationship. and that's start That's true. A
0: life. That's true. I was going to say, I knew people in high school that kind of like had friends with benefits and mm-hmm. everything like that or like. It had a lot of casual relationships, but I don't think that's necessarily like the most healthy, even developmentally. Right. So I I do agree that college is the best period, but I feel like you could get away with going until you're like thirty. I okay. feel like eighteen through your twenties, yeah, is kind of acceptable. Was there any other like pros and cons that you wanted to comment on?
1: Yeah, I think there were a couple. Oh. Um, It's a stress reliever. I mean, like there's many, many ways to cope with stress, but for a lot of people, they just need that physical aspect. Right. And something else that goes with that is it ensures that you're a good communicator in order to be able to, you know, get with someone for a night, you need to be able to talk to them and like have consent and all of that. And I think that just practices like healthy communication skills that you
0: can take to your next relationship. That is of course like best case scenario because there's a lot of people who don't practice good communication. I think it's definitely like you get out of it, like what you put in. So if you put in minimal effort, I don't think you're going to get much, much out of it, estimates. but if like you use it as an opportunity to like try new things, ask for what you yeah. want, like, right. you know, talk to communicate to your partner about things. I feel like that's when you're going to get the yeah. most out of it.
1: Hopefully at that point, you'd be setting good habits. If you're doing stuff that you don't want to carry into your next relationship. I mean, that's not the greatest, obviously that's setting yeah. bad
0: habits. Yeah. I was going to say, I already kind of talked about how like going to ASU definitely particularly perpetuates hookup culture. I mean, like, especially if we have the reputation of like, oh, we have the hottest girls here. Like, I (laughs) like to ask people always, you know, why did you come to ASU if you're not from out of state or even in state people? Like, why did you stay? And they're always like the weather the parties and the girls right. so it's like and I feel like that goes in the double standard too it's like people and you know you see like we have all these confession accounts on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff like so many people are so insecure about it I mean like I definitely felt that especially because like I've hung around the frat scene and stuff mm-hmm. like there are so many beautiful people and it's really easy to feel bad about yourself but you have to remember that they probably also feel really <laughs> bad about themselves like there's a lot of pressure to look like that right and look that good all the time the um,
1: comparison is crazy
0: It is. And for guys too, like not even for girls. Mm -hmm. I know for guys, because like there's the, you know, with the frat culture, it's the gym culture, like you have to be shredded and everything like that. So I definitely like want to acknowledge that, that like guys also definitely feel the, you know, the pressure to look a certain way. For sure. I couldn't say if it's,
1: if the hookup culture is like worse or better here at ASU, just because I have no experience with any other college campus, but I would assume that it's almost. Well, there's two sides to it because it's so prevalent, it's almost more accepted and people are okay with it. But at the same time, because of all the pretty girls and the comparison and all of that, it could be a double-edged sword. That's always interesting to think about.
0: And then like just from travel experience I think we both had, I think the US is definitely like the country where it's the biggest in. Like it's the most accepted here. Like, I mean, I don't know. From my experience in France, it definitely it always it felt more like under the table kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. you always like you had to do something first. It was never like straight to an apartment, like never straight to the bedroom. Like there had to be kind of like a breaking of the ice kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like no one kind of knew like it was very like you kept it under wraps or thing whereas here like it's very open like you know we have literally everyone talked about the walk of shame like people walking home the next morning like clearly in their clothes from the day before like that's it's just it's a very different vibe here Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot more open and especially like on a college campus and at ASU for sure and I
1: think there's nothing wrong in keeping it open I mean people do it we just discussed all the pros of it and so I think just tolerance and acceptance is always the goal with that
0: Exactly. And I think like, we said this already, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with hookup culture, except when it hurts people. So that's like why open communication and consent and everything is, of course, super, super important. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's like with anything, like you can't judge people, like if they're not hurting you or other people, like if they're making a smart decision for them in that moment, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you think there's more good or more bad that comes out of hookup culture overall Mm, that's a good question
1: I think it really depends on how you handle it but for most people at our age where our prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed (laughs) I think there's more potential for things to go wrong than there is for things to go right And so if you are participating in this hookup culture, you just have to be very careful with it, make smart decisions. We talked about protection, but also in the realm of like making sure that you're not setting yourself up for failure, like. If you know that you're emotionally damaged or like you're super sensitive, maybe not putting yourself in those situations where it can come back to bite you in the butt or hurt you even more. So I, I'm not opposed to hookup culture in any sort of way, but I do think there's more possibility of bad things coming out of it than good things.
0: Absolutely. And I think like in talking to a lot of people too, like, Most people have bad experiences. Like even like even I've had majority good experiences, I've still had bad experiences Mm -hmm. because like it just it happens that way. So it's yeah, Mm -hmm. it it depends on the person, but I do think there's a lot of self-awareness involved. Like you definitely really do have to be self-aware about it.
1: What do you think is the most important thing that you learned
0: through your experiences? I think definitely open communication always, Mm -hmm. like just and even like if you're transitioning from a place of wanting to hook up versus wanting to actually date someone with the intention of getting in a relationship, like talking about that super upfront. I think just yeah, communication in general, like. When you're like, especially if you're like using a dating app, like being like, what are you on here for? And I would say that actually, like, most people I talked to were very good about that. They were very upfront. They're like, what are you on here for? Like, what do you want to do kind of Mm -hmm. thing? And like, not, I think being straightforward and not cryptic with your answer is always super important. And, And if they're not asking, like, making sure you're asking just so that no one is confused, no one goes into it with wrong expectations or anything. Yeah. For sure. And then I also wanted to talk about like the fact that. I feel like with hookups, like, a lot of people push people to do it and sort of, like, friends will Mm. a lot of times encourage, like, people will just have gone through a breakup and they'll be like, you need to hook up with someone, like, you need to kiss someone else, you need to have sex with someone else. Or, like,
1: we're going out this weekend, you're going to meet a new guy. Exactly, and I
0: feel like that can be kind of a toxic and dangerous mindset, too, because, like Mm -hmm. I said, like, that can lead to a lot of guilt um, surrounding it. So yeah, I think that's not the best. I feel like it definitely needs to be like your decision 100%, your idea not influenced by other people. Like there, there are times where I think friends pushing you to do something is a good idea, like pushing out of your comfort zone, but this is something that's so intimate and there's so much at stake that I feel like you need to be like very okay with it. Yes, for sure. Consent is always important. I
1: also wanted to talk about how dating apps have played such a big role in making this a bigger thing than it was, because I'm sure people hooked up in the past, but now there's such an easy avenue to meet so many people. And like, you're all on the same page, just like you said, you have some time to get to know the other person. Um, so I think that's interesting that like, dating
0: apps play such a big role in it yeah it's like it's never been easier than Mm -hmm. now absolutely and that that's the way most people do it like yeah of course there's like I think if you're maybe like in Greek life like okay you have the parties like you Mm -hmm. all live like in that little community like it's really easy to do it that way but then for people that aren't like you know there's Mm -hmm. the apps and of course there's like the apps for different things too I feel like like Bumble and Hinge it's much more with the idea of You know, yeah, dating to be in a relationship, whereas Tinder, you know, I think the stereotype does live up that most people on Tinder are just looking for hookups. So, right, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Anything else you wanted to touch on? I did want to say that this this episode was inspired by Emma Chamberlain. Mm -hmm. She's like my favorite podcast to listen to. I think ever, like I've. Like she's the one I just always go back to. I just really like watching her videos and listening to her podcast, her podcast is anything goes, but her most recent episode this week was on that. And what made me want to do the episode is that I didn't necessarily agree with everything she said. And so I kind of wanted to like, give my piece of my opinion mm-hmm. on the situation
1: yeah no I thought it was really refreshing that we finally had a topic after so long because I know That's with so our true. guest episodes it's always getting to know the person and then we've had so
0: many life updates but it was nice just talking about a third thing for a little yeah, bit because we haven't done that since like the beginning of the podcast because we ran out of topic exactly. ideas so maybe that should be our our goal for 2024 I is think to we have can do some it. we yeah. should
1: start brainstorming because it's been enough time that we can even
0: retouch on some topics that we've already talked about very true yeah should we send a new a new dating survey out oh
1: (laughs) we can't have updates on that oh my god
0: that would be I mean it's an entertaining episode I'll say that yeah that would be see my list of people to send it to would be so (laughs) long now oh my gosh this is like totally plays into this episode so well guys (laughs) avantica sent me a tiktok about a week ago Mm. of this lady doing a 2023 dating rap and she was like you need to do this because like i went on a lot of dates this year and so i did it and i like made my whole spreadsheet to make stats and everything and made bar graphs and pie graphs and it looked nice everything yeah it was a little eight slide presentation um and i did that and that was really entertaining and interesting so Maybe. Yeah. If anyone wants to see it, that knows me personally, let me know. And I'll, I'll share. I did share with my boyfriend and he was, he was totally fine with it. He thought it was amazing. There was an homage to him at the end because of course he was the end of the dating cycle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, my dating raft really only consisted of January through July when we met. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or June technically, but July is so, like when we went on our first date. But yeah, and then when I was showing one of my friends last night, he said that I should do a just like a re- like relationship or dating wrap of like our date since we've been together. Oh, like you and exactly. Oh, I feel cute. like that would be a good thing to do it like one year. Sure. Would be sure. like to do like a recap of like all things we did so and like make, sure make it statistical. It. I know. I need to go back and think of like or the stuff we've done and where you've so gone
1: far. so you can start exactly. compiling the numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was a good episode. Hopefully, yeah. we'll have
0: more of these in the future. Yeah, a little different than normal. But we hope yeah. you guys enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: Okay, we will see you next time.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to Staccato. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us some stars and a review telling us what you think.